This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio, this is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 7, the government has published advice for people and businesses in the event of a no-deal Brexit. Pharmacists have been told to stockpile six weeks of medicines and pension payments for expats abroad could be stopped. Brexit Secretary Dominic Raab still thinks a deal will be reached, though. Alexander Winterstein, who speaks for the European Commission, insists negotiation teams are working hard. It is also clear that the withdrawal of the UK is going to lead to disruption regardless. So, with a deal or without a deal. And that's why everybody, and in particular economic operators, need to be prepared. A British mum who's in prison in Iran on spying charges has been released for the weekend so she can see her family. Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe's husband Richard says they're trying to get an extension. Donald Trump's lawyer says the American people would revolt if the president were forced from office. He's under pressure after his ex-attorney Michael Cohen admitted in court to paying hush money to two women. Rudy Giuliani was asked whether it's inevitable the US president will be impeached over the scandal. I think it's inevitable that he won't. Uh, President Trump is completely cleared. You have this Cohen guy. uh, He doesn't know anything about Russian collusion, doesn't know anything about obstruction. He's a massive liar. Uh, If anything, it's turned very much in in the president's favor. The Conservative parties rejected an application for membership from the multi-millionaire banker Aaron Banks. The founder of Leave.eu earlier tweeted he'd joined the party and urged his followers to do the same. In sport, Celtic are off to a decent start in their Europa League playoff with Seduva in Lithuania. The Scottish Premiership champions have scored an away goal and a level at one all heading into the second half. And Snoop Dogg is releasing a cookbook. He says it'll contain his favourite recipes, including mac and cheese and chicken and waffles. That's the latest. I'm Elizabeth Secker. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. With seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds.
Yes, love sport. Good evening. Three minutes past seven. Uh, thanks for joining us this evening. It's back of the nest time. We're talking all things at Palace with uh, two gents over here. Nick Gossett. Welcome back, pal. Boxer. Good, good to have you on board today. Proud day for you today, I'd imagine. GCSE results day and all that. You know, all the kids yelp and all that, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, my, my son um, hasn't been to school for two years. Didn't like his school. Decided to drop out. And he got four A stars, three A's and two B's. Nice one. Who needs teachers? Self-taught. Who needs teachers? Self-taught. It's got Asperger's. That's Amazing. incredible. Absolutely Amazing. brilliant. Yeah, Congratulations. And he's got his sixth mate. form place and he's got a sixth form place in a girls' school, so he's he knows what he's doing. Hey, fair play to him. Uh, DR is not doing his GCSEs yet, he's still doing his key stage one. <laughs> <laughs> How are they coming along? You're still in the set, you still playing in the sand pits yeah, at school? Yeah, <laughs> just playing with like the, you know the cubes they have. Yeah, yeah. Round cubes, yeah. Trying to add one plus one and still struggling with Fair that play. One. Yeah. Eleven. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's good all work. I was good work. Uh good evening, gents. Um can I just tell you something? I'm really looking forward to hearing that next weekend because I'm at, I'm at Selhurst, Fortress Sellers next week and I'm really looking forward to hearing Glad all over blaring out. I mean, there's nothing wrong with John Sarko and, and Pods and, you know, that team uh, who, who redid that version but you can't beat the original Dave Clark Vi version. No. Fortress Sellers. I know we're going to talk about it later but I don't know. Fortress Sellers, I actually yeah, I don't, use that I, tactically. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know if it's actually a Fortress anymore to be fair but oh, we'll talk about it later. We will be talking yeah. about mm. the atmosphere later. Monday night football was uh, the order of the day for Palace. It was a 2-0 defeat uh, suffered at the hands of Liverpool. Can I tell you something? I thought you were you were very unlucky. The last goal, breakaway, last minute, it's one of those things, isn't it? Yeah. Overall, when you're, Overall. At, wait, when you're looking at the performance, I thought we'd done quite well against, I would say, title conden- uh, contenders, you know, Liverpool right behind City. Um, but yeah, defensively, I said it on last week on Love Sport. We had to be, you know, we had to defend as a team and be compact. And I think we'd done that. But it's just a penalty decision which let us down. I think after that, it just, you know, the players were angry. You could see that after the game as well. They were disappointed with the decision. But yeah, I think that's the main turning point of the where, game. Where did Palace lose it, or do you just fully blame the officials? Um, I don't think you can. Uh, fully blame the officials it's up to the players as well you're not always going to get decisions right but yeah they, they played a big part of course the officials but yeah the players uh, it's just a it's just a penalty um, I think that after that it just we were still in the game of course but it just took you know a bit of morale down from the players because we were playing so well and defend, we were about to keep a clean sheet and right before half time we conceded so yeah what you've got to remember is we were playing a team who three matches ago were playing in the um, Champions League final. They're a very, very, very good team. We lost 2-0, but I'm not that disappointed because I thought we did we did well enough. And Wan-Bissaka, he, he, he won't be with us longer than a year nah. unless, unless we can sweet-talk him. Um, we, we all did really well and it, it was two decisions that could have gone either way that that swung the game yeah. but they, they were all over us and they were ready to break and they've just got such speed up front yeah such speed and and you know pva and um left back right back Wambisaka had to keep coming back in because there was three forwards and it was difficult for him i thought i think when you're looking at the game what liverpool did do is target jeffrey slop 
they're always targeted his side because he was not tracking back enough and at times uh, at that position where he was he was left isolated and they took that as an advantage which was a disappointing part but after uh, yeah, Jeffrey Schlapp did come off later on in the game Max May did come on I know we'll talk about it later but um, I don't know it could be an option to you know drop drop Schlapp and put on Max May off in this game what what also potentially undid us a lot is when we were getting forward, the Liverpool keeper was getting the ball, and he was the best passer on the pitch by a mile. So he was pumping the ball very, very quickly, and he it was so accurate, wasn't he? Had to make um, a couple of saves, Alison, as well. He did, yeah, 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 no doubt. But um, yeah, so he he was the best passer in the game. Yeah. So he he made a big big difference too. Yeah, they they spent well Liverpool in midfield. They were solid, and ideally the midfield and. The goalkeeper position, that's where they had to strengthen and they did and it showed it against us as well. This Liverpool side, we played them last year, they had quality but now they're another team like they they've got they've added to that quality and become real title content uh, contenders, I think. I believe their goalkeeper position as you saw against us, you know, he was playing very well and previously yeah. against Liverpool we took advantage of the goalkeeper situation but we couldn't do that against against them on Monday night. Indeed. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, let, you know, I know everyone wants to sort of chomp into the penalty situation. Mm. For you, penalty, no penalty? It was a penalty, but when it happened right at the moment, it was a bit theatrical, so I couldn't really tell. But looking at the replays, it, it does look like a penalty, of course, because we know with Wilf, a, a slight contact, well, so the red card, I know we're going to talk about that later, but a slight contact for a player you know that's fast like Salah etc they can just bring them down and there was contact there but the way Salah dropped I was not impressed with because yeah he did he did touch you but it's a bit too theatrical why why is he dropping like that I don't think it was necessary yeah there's a there's a great clip on YouTube of Wilf explaining why he seems to go down so hard and he said he's he's running so fast okay um Salah wasn't running fast in the um in the box when he went down but when he gets clipped yeah. his momentum's going to carry him forward and it does look theatrical but but the way Salah went down then I I I admire him as being one of the best players in the world but it it kind of sullies it a little bit so, yeah. I don't know what he's won to be you know justified as the best player one no one of the but still don't know what he's won to be yeah. he was, he, if you're actually looking at Salah's performance on Monday I don't think he was that great I thought he was quite ineffective to yeah. be honest yeah. I think him Palace Firmino. dealt with him quite well Firmino as well is getting a lot of bashing off the Liverpool fans they wanted Sturridge in there at some point as well because Sturridge hasn't looked too bad I mean he scored a couple of goals since you know that fateful low move to <laughs> West Brom I mean I don't know what he was doing there. you just knocked yourself out are you excited but you know since, since he's done that he's he's come back he's looked half decent and they wanted Sturridge in there for Firmino um, I think obviously there's got to be an element of the pace that, that Klopp wants to play with you know that sort of gag and press where they, they, they have to keep playing with people like Firmino because they've got I mean, no one else actually do that job. Obviously, they offloaded the likes of Ings. I think Origi's gone. I'm, I don't even know what he looks like, to be honest, <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> He's been gone that long. I've, for, I've forgotten what he looks like. Um, but Sturridge would significantly slow them down. Um, he, he's lost that yard. I think he's, he's turned 30 now. Daniel Sturridge. But, again, with Salah, I, I just think, you know, with the, the contact and whatnot, if he was to go down, he should have gone down when it first 
yeah. happened rather than that's, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's what that, that's what I was on about. It's just why why would you do that? It doesn't do yourself any good as well because our player like Luca, he 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 spoke, he said like he's still saying now it's not a penalty and Luca had a great position and I understand where it's coming from because the way he jumped is just not necessary. Why would you do that? It doesn't do yourself yep. any good. You know it wasn't a penalty with Roy's anger at the end of the game. You oh, never Roy, yeah, angry. Right. angry. Royston was absolutely, uh, <laughs> absolutely fuming. I tell you, we'll be carrying on our little conversation about uh, the Crystal Palace Liverpool game. O two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight. It's your opportunity to have your say at Love Sport Radio on Twitter this evening. Though there are some Europa League games that are taking place. Uh, Celtic are uh, are taking Seduva. Anyone with any idea of where Seduva are from? Um, sounds. Where does it sound? It sounds like Slovakian. Uh, that part of the world but uh, Nick Seduva that are taking on Celtic any ideas no it sounds like an answer in no. the Times crossword more than anything Lithuania Lithuania do not of Lithuania they are away there at uh, at the moment it's currently 1-1 one, one, uh, Celtic taking the lead but Seduva uh Equalising through Verbikas, who, uh, who who got the goal for them. Burnley are uh, are playing this evening. They're at Olympiakos. Um, it is a seven o'clock kickoff. They are underway there, and uh, Tom Heaton is back in goal for Burnley. You wonder what that's going to do for Joe Hart now. He's going to um, go back yeah. to sitting on the bench. We'll be keeping you aside all of the scores this evening. Uh, goals as they go. And by the way, Sevilla also playing against Sigma Olomec, uh this evening in the Europa League. It's Love Sport Radio uh, with Crystal Palace. 12 minutes past 7. We'll be back after this. I've had many negotiations with North and South Korea. East and West Korea must be much more peaceful. I've never heard of those two. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. All of a sudden, Courtois missing his kids like ever, and he has to be in Madrid this moment. Of course, it's just using an excuse in order to get what you want. Well, the kids one, I'm, I actually have more sympathy. But he's been all right one. for a few years. Well, maybe he missed his kids all this time. And f- <laughs> Do you know what? Maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe, maybe does he even have kids? Has he just <laughs> made up the children? What kids? Oh yeah, they're four and seven. Weekdays from six thirty a.m. I'm kind of sad that peace is coming to Korea. Now I'll have to find another country to start World War Three with. Yo, Putin, how about it? This is Love Sport. Yeah, it's a Love Sport fan show with me, Aaron Paul, and them over there from back of the nest. Um, chaps, elsewhere, we're looking back at this Liverpool game. You know, I know, obviously, some, some people don't really want to be listening to this. <laughs> so just fast forward if you're listening on On Demand or just, um, just turn us down a little bit if you want. <laughs> 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 or get involved and dictate the tempo, dictate the subject. This is your show. Um, the wan red card. Again, I'm not sure... I'm really not sure. I don't think having watched and watched and watched and watched, I just I, I'm I'm seeing it less and less as a red. Yeah, I know I know where you're coming from because even when I was watching the replays, I was like, "Where's the contact?" Because people were showing the replays and I I legit couldn't see the contact. But then I looked at the comments and someone suggested, "Look at his right knee; he eclipses his heels." 
That's. But you, you, I, I see, I'm like, shaking I know my head here. Yeah. The right? ref sees it in real time. I was at the match. I saw it in real time. It didn't look like a penalty. I watched the replays in real time. It didn't look like a penalty. The only way it looked like a penalty was when it was ultra slowed down. The ref was very, very keen to give that red card, in my humble opinion. Very, very keen. Almost gleeful. But, but then again, if it was Wilf, and Wilf, I could see Wilf dropping there. Because you, even Wilf said it himself. When, when you spoke to Palace like a couple of months ago, he said that any slight contact when you're running at speed, it just brings you down. It, it will just bring you down. It's not called diving. It's just how it is. And there was contact there somewhere. I know, I know what you're on about. It might be the slightest, but that slightest contact can actually bring a player down like Salah with his pace. But he'd already played the ball away. And you could see that um, the fantastic Hennessy had got to it. So was it a goal-scoring opportunity, Aaron? That's the question. I mean, I think I don't think there was any malicious intent in it. First and foremost, no. with, no. with, with Wan Bissaka, he's generally going for the ball, and as soon as he, the referee pulled the red card, I was like, "Er, you know." I think I'd have to probably see it again and again and again. It would be nice actually if we could have like you know <laughs> instant <laughs> replay. It would be good, but we we don't have those facilities at the moment. Probably not licensed for those facilities. You have to be like licensed. People yeah. wouldn't see it on the radio, anyways. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Um, yeah, for me, not a red card. I think Hennessy had done uh, had done enough, and he was coming to claim it. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 yeah, not too pleased with it. It is a tricky one, and at the end of the day, it's not not a blatant red card. So then again, he asked the question VAR. Uh, is it time to bring VAR into the Premier League at the World Cup I thought it did a decent job we saw an increase in penalties but then again there were penalties that were well deserved and it also helps the refs it could have helped uh, Michael Oliver on uh, you know on Monday night uh, apparently and I read this somewhere it's really helped cut down on match fixing I don't think with well, the VAR they've, they've, because they can show the replays they're, they're, there's more scrutiny there but I don't think there's any match fixing in the Premier League anyways no no, no, no but I'm just saying I, I, I read something about VAR I just thought I'd jump oh, okay. it in there um, then we then Fulham would have had a penalty last week and they may have came into the game and that's what's so wonderful about the world of football is the injustices because they do tend to even out I think yeah I see what, you, I see what he's done there with the Fulham thing but if they deserve they deserved a penalty they should have got one and Let's play the game by its rules. I know it would be, you know, it would have been down. It would have been bad for us, of course, as they would have, they would have had a penalty and potentially scored. But it, it it was a penalty, so you know, if we had VAR there, it would have been it would have been actually decent. And against on Monday on Monday night, because lots of questions would have been answered right on the pitch, as Mike Oliver would have had a clear view. But then again, he didn't have that support and the pace that Salah was going is very hard even by replays you can't see it he like. makes a meal of it in the end though like you know rolling over and over yeah, and over, does, and, over yeah. and over and over and you're like yeah you, you, twice. He's, he's looking for it twice he's yeah twice yeah he's looking for it but he should get it but then again VAR it just I know it won't end it because VAR at the end of the day it just helps referees and the referee makes the decisions but it'll help the referees massively I think VAR needs to be introduced in the Premier League and for the benefit of the referees yeah, yeah. How far down the leagues does it go, though? What do you mean? Well, you know, do we go to championship? Are they de- are they deemed important enough? Do you just have a a VAR system in for the playoff final because it's worth so much money? What what do you do? Well, we saw the VAR in a Palace Brighton Cup game, 
people who didn't it wasn't used to like great extent but you bring it in i don't know maybe in pre-season there's lots of premier league tournaments bring it in there test it out but then again just look at the world cup var does work i, I think it does work like, and not every decision is going to be correct at the end of it because at, at the end of the day it's up to the referee but it will help the referee massively it's like there's no harm in bringing it to the game maybe i'm just a luddite yeah <laughs> it's just yeah um how are you, i mean are you are you pleased with the the improvement on, of wayne hennessy I, I know everyone's he's, he's obviously had critics and you know bithentic guaita he's <laughs> almost like his twin brothers come in for him isn't yeah. it he's, he's completely different he's got composure he's actually catching the ball when he's coming out for it he's knowing when to punch rather than flap he's commanding his area he's making good saves you can see him bellowing at the back four which he never did mm. so whether that's down to as you said Aaron the, the competition or whether it's down to the coaching of uh, Dean Kiley what do you think yeah. I think there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Dean Kyle, yeah, of course competition plays a part, but if you actually look at Hennessy last season, he was he actually played the, uh, towards the end of the season, he actually had a couple of good games, but it was unmentioned of because of how good our attacking uh, forwards were um, with Ruben Loftus-Cheek there. Um, the problem with Hennessy is consi- consistency. He hasn't done that previously, um, but now we're seeing him, you know, perform consistent. I know it's too, uh, I know it's still early, but it's been positive signs, and it's only good for the football club, anyways. I've been, it's weird, like Hennessy's are like a scapegoat, like Benteke, like yeah. we just blame him for everything, and now he's performing well. I'm actually excited for it, and we actually have, I'll say, three decent goalkeepers at the club. So yeah, it's, it's something uh, to look forward to. You know, to. I'm Team Jules. Yeah. Team, jo- I don't yeah. know where Jules is though. I'm Where's team Jules? Spironi. Where is he? It was at the Open Training on Friday, which was a very good event. I'll tell you about that later. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 100% yeah. team Spironi. I'm always... I think, yeah, I think this is final year, though. I don't see him carrying on. And I don't know when he goes, probably bringing someone else. But, yeah, look, I'm going to miss Jules. Look, I'm already he, missing he, him. He I'm already missing him. He will still be playing football when you retire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so. no, I'm missing Jules already. Like, it's just weird, like, not seeing him there at match days. It's just... But, oh, well, we're slowly getting used to it anyway. I was watching, I was watching a, um, a, uh, a Sky Sports, you know gold moment like a football goal game Palace got battered somewhere I can't where, remember where they, where do we get they got properly oh Massey away in League Cup I went to that game no. and it was the worst away game on no, 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 no. They got beaten up by someone. <laughs> Absolutely gone. Go Nancy away with the podcast that they left Albert in charge of. 
and he uh, once we went three 0 down, he, I think he just described the TV program that he watched afterwards rather than talking about but the game. Actually, all, all, all it is is there's there's a picture of the manager. I can't even remember who the manager was at the time as well, mm. but there's a manager just standing there, and you can see Jul- Julian's brony behind him just looking really awkward. <laughs> it was really funny. Just like you know, in the background, Jules is such a nice you guy. You can see though. him in the background, just like looking up at like the roof, going, "Oh, it's got any leaks now." <laughs> Five no down. Or something. I th- I'm sure Palace were Palace were being done for. What Championship days? Do you think? Yeah, yeah. It, w- it wasn't a good day it wasn't a good day but Spironi was on the bench and uh, yeah he's such a nice guy he is <laughs> gotta love him what a man I'd love to get him on this show I'd actually love to get Julian Spironi on the show but I don't know we could we'll we'll work, work on it we, yeah, will work we will work on that one yeah 7.22 it's Love Sport me and Mike Pence are gonna make a beautiful movie it's gonna be called Dumb and Dumb Hair Love Sport with 7OTB.com Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over a hundred leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. This is important. It's soccer, not football. This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, good evening. It's Love Sport Radio. We're talking all things Crystal Palace until 9pm this evening, chaps. Uh, one of the brightest prospects in football in the Premier League, someone who's emerged onto the scene. I think no thanks to uh, you know the good work at the Crystal Palace Academy and uh, by Roy Hodgson himself is Aaron Wambasaka, whose name you could never produ- uh, pronounce last <laughs> season. DR, but someone who, who genuinely looks like they're going to be an absolute star. 
Yeah, from the first day out, you know, in his first game, who was against uh, Arsenal, Man United? It was one of the top teams. Yeah, one yeah. of the top teams, and he's played against, uh, I think, the Tottenham, United, Chelsea. He played against top clubs, and he doesn't seem out of place. He's a brilliant footballer, and I'm so excited. But then again, when you get a great footballer, a club like Crystal Palace, at the end of the season, you're going to always have links, and that's going to be the downside, of course. But I'm happy to have him. He's he's unbelievable, and. You said Roy Hodgson, but I don't think it was all Roy, Roy Hodgson in a way. If like, listen, hear me out, because it was due to injuries rather than him, you know, performing in the training pitch. So he kind of got lucky there. Um, I don't like. It's not like Roy picked him. No, when, when Ward got injured, wasn't it? Yeah, Ward, and then Foster Mensah. He was yeah. injured for a bit, and then we only had one. So if we, if none of them got injured, then. Look at look at player we got here. Maybe he wouldn't even feature once for Palace, and his career would be like washed down the line. Because if he's not, if he doesn't come into Premier League side, you'll go. Champion. He could be the next Hiram Boateng. What, yeah, exactly. What, what's good about him is all all the way up to about a year ago, he was playing right uh, on the wing, on the wing. So now yeah. he's now he's a fullback. So he's he's got the skill set to play on the wing when he goes forwards. But he's got an incredible tackle, an incredible pace. I mean, the the red card notwithstanding, the other night wasn't that an unbelievable chase back to even to even attempt to get the ball back. Exactly, his attitude is just absolutely fantastic. Um, we see that throughout the game. Him pushing up, uh, it never goes down for like fouls, etc. Uh, always tries to stand up and also running back. He never like stops. Um, there was a moment where it was from a corner or. No, it was not corner. He ran up the pitch and he lost the ball. And the you know Liverpool booted up there, but he still ran back and actually managed to tackle Mane. And he's just a fantastic player like that. And it's such a great like, even all the Palace lot love him as well. You can see in the interviews. So terrible hair. No, I know it's not. It's but but a, but a bully terrible. No, it's, it's not terrible. terrible. Nah, terrible you can't say terrible. It That's is terrible hair. Why? What do you want him? Nick, to? would you have that haircut? I'd love it if I had that much hair, mate. <laughs> it's a terrible haircut. But he's the youngest Palace player ever to be recorded in the Premier League. I'm not surprised. <laughs> 20 years and 267 days. Um, I think we've got to give a lot of kudos as well to James Tompkins because he has been there coaching him during mm, the game. Marshalling he's him. Marshalling, yeah. that's a good word. And people were moaning that Wan-Bissaka had been dropped after having that brilliant run in the team when, when Ward was fit again and, and Roy brought Ward back in. But that was only because Tompkins had 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 flu or something and could only concentrate on his own game without being able to marshal good word um one bissaka through it so shepherd yes marshal like big brother not no not literally like big brother but you know what i mean like he's like his big brother yeah almost almost personal coach yeah and and just say say where he should be and almost learning on the job he's he's his young apprentice yeah, <laughs> so he's an absolute maverick as well. I just love the guy. Like, what PVA? PVA is getting a lot of praise as well. Yeah, PVA. I don't. I just every time I think about PVA and the past, like I was at a Bristol City game and this guy couldn't kick a ball, and I was. I'm just so surprised of what type of how he's changed himself. Roy has done wonders. Not only Roy, all the coaching team. You have to give credit to them because they all work, to, they work together. But yeah, they've done wonders with PVA. He's now a brilliant footballer. He was linked with Juventus and. I'm not surprised because he's one of the better left backs in the Premier League. And uh, you look at your side, do you think PVA will get in? No. Come on. Yeah. 
<laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to bring him down a bit. I just That's all I wanted was to bring him down a couple of levels. He yeah. oh, huh? was expecting me to go, go yeah. <laughs> no, no, I was like, no. <laughs> I, I love the way he tilted his head slightly, like my dog does when he doesn't quite understand what I've just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was it. It was just a scooby yeah. do <laughs> moment. <laughs> go on. On, on, on his day, Luke Shaw, and, and when he's a couple of stone lighter, is a better player. Right, in my opinion, but right now, more than likely, yes, you're getting to United. Exactly. So when you, when yeah, you say Juan Bissaka in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, you get into United side over over Antonio Valencia and over Dallo because no one knows <laughs> what Dallo even looks like. <laughs> Never even seen him play. Gareth was at the game. I think Gareth is looking closely. Yeah. I think Gareth will look very, very closely at him. He looks closely, but where does, we talked about this? Um, I think last week. Where does it fit in in England side? Yeah, because it's trippy, trippy, yeah, trippy, yeah. Trippier, but Walker's he, he has a centre back position now, isn't it? Mate, if, Walker, if we go into the Euros with Walker at centre half, we yeah. <laughs> Come on, it's not that bad. He didn't play that bad. He was at fault for the like three of the goals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he was at fault for the last goal that knocked us out as well. I'm yeah. sure he was. But yeah, we have like great right backs at the England team, so it'll be harsh. No, it's so good nah. that Gareth will fit the you squad around him. Nah, you can't do that. You can't. That's that's <laughs> a push. that is a very big push. Like no, 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 is it? Oh, you're just trying to be nice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, someone who's coming for a lot of stick, Christian Benteke. Mm, mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, Christian Benteke, you go. With this I was <laughs> um, very impressed with his performance. Um, his hold-up play is fantastic. Good. Don't get me wrong. The finishing element of it could be worked on. Yep. What play was it then? He's lame. Everybody's saying, oh, it was a mistake for the pass, that we had a good break. Um, but actually, I thought Benteke had read the play really, really well to know where to be to, to intercept there. He's, he's getting back quite a bit, drifting out wide as well. A couple of times we're not getting the players in the box for it. But he's at it, which he wasn't last season. Yeah. Confidence is there, of course. A bit. Uh, but the problem with Benteke is his finishing. He he goes from Benteke to Calvin Andrew in a second of like in a matter of seconds. Like that's that's a problem with Benteke. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin Andrew is a beast at League Two level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll be knocking well, Calvin Andrew. Well, yeah, you, didn't you see that shot? Like oh, everyone at the ground was. You know the one that nearly went for uh, throwing. You guys see that shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that like stuff like that? You. you if you're Premier League goal, um, goalkeeper, um, striker, at that quality, you just can't have like moments like that. And that's the only downside. It's just his finishing. His hold-up play, as you said, was good. His confidence is slowly increasing, but he just needs to... His finishing needs to improve. And if he fi- if his finishing improves, then I think we'll see the old Benteke banging in goals. I think that's but the only thing that's is he's got competition for places. We've got Jordan Ayew there sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Alexander Shorloff. Uh, um, a lot of people are, are, are not digging him right now. Uh, Albert... Says he's he um, Torgelli Mark two Sandor Torgelli. Oh. <laughs> sat- if you think of Sandor Torgelli, you think of one of them, like a little brand of pasta. Little yeah. actually no, you can't say little brand. Little's actually improved now. You can't just oh, you can't just you know random cost price supermarket brand of pasta. Sandor Torgelli. It does sound like a pasta dish, doesn't it? Thank you very much. Exactly, it does. <laughs> uh, you know what? We're gonna. 
come back and uh, I want to pick through a couple other players because there's one player yeah. that really, really stood out for me. Uh, it's Olympiacos 1, Burnley 1. Chris Wood with the penalty for Tunis opened the scoring for the host, but Burnley replying through a Chris Wood penalty on 33 minutes. Celtic still 1-1 with their game against Seduva. Rangers are playing uh, at Ibrox this evening. They're in the Europa League as well. They're playing FC Ufa. Ufa. Anyone know about oh, FC Ufa? Is it, uh, How's it's it spelled? Greek. UFA. Yeah. Basically UEFA without the E. UFA. 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 Uh, FC Ufa. Um, Why are you Googling them? <laughs> I'm not Googling them. I'm not Googling them. Russian league. Oh, oh, it yeah, sounds a bit Russian. Russian yeah, it sounds a bit Ufa Russian. Ufa sounds right. Ru- Lichtenstein. Wait, honestly, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Turkmenistan 7.33 is love sport I like a drink as much as the next guy unless that next guy is Ant McPartland The Love Sport Fan Shows um, yeah, That's not really your real name is it Harry Simeon uh, Yeah it is it's, it's, it's got some really long one I've got a really long first Go name yeah it's Karalambos That's such a cool it's name It's such a long name That's but, a cool yeah. name though David yeah. it, it, Well it's, it's cool when you say it in Greek but then when you give it to someone who can't speak Greek and can't read Greek, and they've got to say it, it's, it's embarrassing. Har- it's Harry Bo for sure. <laughs> I know yeah. someone who said it was Charolambus. <laughs> yeah, that's a surname. Yeah. It's very similar Can you imagine if one. your name was Harolambus Charolambus? There's a lot of them. But there, I, I actually went to university with a guy called Connor O'Connor. Wow. Dougal McDougal. I went, to, I went to university with an American guy called Forrest Branch. Weekdays and Sunday from 7pm. Absolutely love that track. Brilliant. Spiller, Groove Jack. With that? Sophie Ellis Bex, though. Yeah, Blue Peter's daughter. Huh? Her huh? mum was in Blue Peter. <laughs> really? Janet Ellis, yeah. That is so I thought so everybody knew that. Time. When was she in Blue Peter? In 1946. <laughs> in the 80s? Yeah, it was before my time. I'm a 90s baby. Yeah, when they had the Golden Retrievers as the dogs. I can't remember what they were called, though. The Golden Retrievers and Blue Peter. Matt Baker was presenting it in the 90s when I was watching it. Like, Matt Baker. No, Matt Baker. No. And you know that fellow who's now on Sky Sports News? Simon? Simon? <laughs> Simon? Jeff <Did> Stelling? <laughs> no. Chris Kamara. Chris Kamara. <laughs> I, bet I saw Cammy the other week as well. What a top bloke he is. Uh, I saw Cammy last week down at Millwall. Uh, Blackburn have signed Jack Rodwell on a short-term deal. Announced radiation. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? They're actually looking not bad under Tony Mowbray, who speaks like this. Just, he speaks like... <laughs> like he's just got his jaw is fixed in a way. I don't know why he does that. He's angry all the time. I don't know why he does that. Um, how's Connor Wickham getting on? You you still playing Connor Wickham's operation? Is um, we are. He's um, we we went, went away on holiday actually, and we played Connor Wickham's operation uh, as as one of the evening games. Oh, nice. Yeah. And stuff, yeah, yeah. So uh, unfortunately, Connor's 
got a knee knack again i think uh, or another strain in his training so it's been put back another few weeks but he will come back one day that's great you know just thinking about how much money he earns from just chilling well the club but it's insurance isn't it it's all insurance so what, what, what the insurance mean? companies pay out it doesn't matter he just gets paid i'm thinking about connor wickham like not really because if you're a footballer you want to play football don't you yeah but he, well that's i was gonna say something that, that would have been harsh i was like he clearly doesn't but yeah like i think he does yeah he does he does I, yeah yeah i know i know he does let's just move on let's just move on well, I, I was at west brom away a couple of seasons ago and the technique he we were three nil down at half time and the technique he used to score two goals yeah, which I, was magnificent magnificent Sunderland fans I spoke to about him said on his day one of the best strikers they'd ever seen um, well, better than Noel Quinn <laughs> one of the best better than Kevin Phillips one of the best no. on his day but but that's the that's the consistency thing isn't it the consistent players go to the best teams he, and uh, the lower teams end up with the ones that can't produce it week in week out he is I know I know it will sound a bit weird but once upon a time when Connor Wickham wasn't injured and when he did actually play for Palace he was actually half decent and I was actually looking forward to him you know coming back this season and being fit but then again of course the injuries picked up but yeah if he's if he just stays fit I think he can be an important player for us but if you look at players that's, that's been injured for that long, how much has it affected their performance? And I don't know. We have to wait and see when he comes back how much has affected him. But yeah, hopefully he just stays fit, and then from then on we'll see what happens. Yeah, because he was our, our only kind of viable option looking forward to the future until until we got um, <laughs> IU in. Yeah, I mean, do you reckon IU is is actually a viable candidate to go up front? I I would have put him on. Again, on or is he more uh, someone who's going to come off, off one of the wings? I, I didn't see, looking back now, at the moment, I didn't really think, but looking back now, I didn't see the point on point on Soloff. Like, he's not exactly Benteke type, but he's a tall, big guy who, he, like, technically, he's not he's not a guy that's going to dribble out the Liverpool, Liverpool defence. And Wolf, Wolf kind of struggled because of Benteke because we had to, like, it was lofting balls up to, up to Benteke. He'll win some, he'll lose some. And Wolf didn't have as much chance on the ball as he wished he could have had. Uh, but if you put on Ayu, he's more of a technical player who can actually play the ball on his feet. And I think that would have helped Wilf and it would have been a bigger threat because plan A didn't work, bring in plan B, but we just put on Soloff as a similar type of player. E- exactly, and, and Benteke was up against one of the best central defenders around at the moment, um, Van Dijk. Yeah, Virgil Van Dijk. So to expect Sorloff to be able to to do better than uh, Benteke in that position, and you're right, you, you need those little low centre of gravity players running around, getting in the box where where they can get the chance to get the penalty. Exactly. And um, looking at looking at Sorloff's display, um, many people actually like criticise him. Do you think do you think um, he ha- he has a chance at Palace, or is it too early to say? And it's a bit harsh now. We're even talking about this. The Premier League is a is a cruel mistress, is, and yeah. you need instant you need to gratification, be instant gratification. Exactly. Does he start against Watford? Do you change no. up? Do you, ch- do you change things up top against Watford? Has Ben Teke had his go? Um, it's a bit hard to tell because we said this. I mean, but it's Liverpool. Um, it's not one of the easiest. It's not. It's not easy team to beat, and the defense has actually improved. So it's not the old Liverpool. I think I would start him against Watford. But if it doesn't work out, I wouldn't put on Serloff because I just see Serloff as a too similar player to Benteke. And I'll bring on Jordan Ayew if it doesn't work out. That's what I would change. I mean, Serloff, you know, you, you were guaranteed a Roy Hodgson Scandinavian signing, weren't you? He, just, he does <laughs> yeah. it everywhere he goes. He loves the oh, I must go to Scandinavia. Um, and he brings in Serloff, who, who, I mean, how many goals has he actually scored for Palace? 
None. I think he scored a couple in friendlies, but... <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. Not real goals. Not actual no, goals, he, no. Yeah, they did sell out goal at Chelsea. I think that's the only thing. Mm. That's what I'm saying. He's just like... he's. I know it's early days, but as you've said, it's, you have to show in the Premier League, like, immediately. And if, he, if he don't turn it on this season, I reckon he's, he's gone on something, you know? Yeah. But it, the, the thing is, I think Benteke and Wilf are definitely beginning to gel a little bit better. Okay, one of the hardest defences in the league on Monday, but against Fulham, you could see one knew where the other was going to be. And you've you've got to play them together in matches for that to, to gel even more and be more effective. But I think against top six clubs, I think we should change it about I don't think Benteke and Wilf works. When no. I'd rather have Wilf out wide because he's a bigger threat. When Benteke and Wilf is out front, Wilf doesn't have the ball as much as he should because we lost the ball to Benteke. But can Benteke play up top on his own if you're going to play on his own? That's another question. You know, we is, haven't is we haven't seen isolated we haven't seen much of it. We haven't seen. I, I don't think Benteke has ever played on his own under Roy Hodgson. So we haven't seen of it because Roy normally likes his four four two. But I think we should just switch it up against the top six clubs, especially. I know defensively it might damage us a bit because we won't be as compact as we would in four four two formation, but. Going forward, we just struggle. Our best player can't can't do what he does best and run at players. We didn't see much of yeah. that with Wilf because of us just lofting balls to Benteke and hoping that he just lands at Will's feet. And against top six clubs, I think we need to change that up for us to actually have a chance going forward. And when you've got him on the wing and he's, he's swapping over with Andros, then, then you've got lots of different players who are having to deal with him rather than maybe the same two that are in the centre-back or... Or sent the defensive midfield. You look at you look at Liverpool. Both the fullbacks pace uh, went up the pitch on the counter. If we had Wilf out wide and you know Andros out wide, I think it would we would have caused more of a damage than Wilf staying central. And that's 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 the main reason. Like top six clubs always have the fullbacks running up all the way up the pitch, and having Wilf out wide is more of a threat than having him central with Benteke. That's what I see, anyways. Yeah, but but stick with. Ben Takers for now because I think he will come good stick with him 743 plenty more to chat about on the way uh, at Love Sport Radio on Twitter uh, we are yeah we are at Love Sport Radio on Twitter they are at Back of the Ness yeah at Back of the Ness on Twitter there you go very very simple yeah very very easy uh, 0208 70 25 right, that's the number to call who needs news of misery in the world when you can just switch on 5 Live Love Sport 558 AM the Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino 
and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. Look, 50% off bed sheets. And these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum. She's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test Team's greatest Test eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven. For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. London Hospitals. A war zone, just like my rear end after spicy food. This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yeah, evening. It's Love Sport Radio. We're talking all things Palace until 9pm tonight. Uh, very quickly, before we talk about uh, where's your famous... You know you know that famous chance, where's your famous... Atmosphere. Yeah. I want to yeah. talk about Anders Townsend because I just think the guy's an absolute revelation. What a shot. And I just feel for... I wish that had gone in. I wish that had gone in more than anything. Just so that Liverpool could shut up about that keeper one. And two... <laughs> Just, just to see their faces because what a shot it was! I've never seen anything like it. He's effectively just scooped the ball up under his feet and just watched it go. It's like you know, it's like hitting a long ranger in golf. <laughs> you know, you know, just getting a nice, a nice driver out and just going bing, and that's what you just heard it just go bing just as soon as it left his feet. Yeah, it was an absolutely fantastic shot. And Andros is a changed player under Roy as well. I think his dad, uh, Troy, said that as well. Um, Pardew was the main reason why Andros, we didn't see the best of Andros, but now he's you know he's a brilliant player. He played great against uh, Liverpool yeah, again, and I'm very excited to see what he can do. I think he'll get I think you get us a couple of goals and also a couple of assists, which would be vital because previously we haven't seen much of that. He, he deserves a goal, and as Chris said on our podcast, uh, he he used to cut inside and then unleash a shot quite a lot, and he he hasn't done that for a while. It was the first time he'd done it for ages, but he just deserves a goal for the sheer amount of effort he puts into the games yeah. now. He's 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 probably. Uh, I think he's uh, he has the best effort out there. Oh, it's a bit tight now. I'm thinking about James McArthur. It's between him and Mac. I think. Well, I haven't seen any heat maps for it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, him and Mac are just great. Like their attitude on the pitch is brilliant. They just don't stop till the final whistle, and that's the thing. He just needs to see that goals and assists. Once he gets that, he will be actually a very good player. And I think he's underrated already. And once he gets that going, I think more people talk about him then. Has he got the potential to get back into the England team if he carries on? But the, unless, well, it it depends if Gareth Southgate is willing to change that system he plays of of you know playing without wingers. And I think someone, like, if you have someone like Andros Townsend on his day, he can make a real difference. 
Probably could, but yeah, as as Aaron said, it's just it's the system. England the system is a bit different now, and yeah. you know, it was in the yeah. World Cup. Like you saw that in the World Cup. It's not it's not a typical formation like four four two that we have at Palace. It's it's more complex than that, and it'll be it'll be a bit hard for Andros to come into the side. I think realistically, if we're talking about one player that could get in, is Wan Bissaka as a fullback. But even that, that's a, that's a push for yeah. England team. Yeah. Let's talk about the atmosphere though. Uh, and as uh, any anyone for anyone who was watching on Monday night, it'd be quite visible that the uh, the Holmesdale fanatics yep. were not there. Yeah, they've yeah they've actually they're not going to be here this season. Well, so far I don't know what's going to happen. They might come back. For, I doubt they're going to come back. But yeah, they're gone. And the atmosphere like. Each season, I, I, it feels like the atmosphere has been going down at Sellers, even when the Fanatics were there. Like, they kept singing all game long and, you know, they gave us hope. But on Monday, I was at, I was at the ground and at times it was lit, like silence. Like, I <laughs> yeah. could hear, like, that. I remember some period of the game, I remember I heard the players actually speaking on the pitch and Palace is known for its atmosphere and we're losing that drastically. Now the Fanatics are gone. It's actually damaging us massively. I know it's not all them I know as Roy said there's 24,000 fans in the ground but they're, they're the group that you know they start the chance and the 24,000 joining and we haven't seen uh, well on Monday I know it's still early days but it was uh, at times it was really bad we started off well but the atmosphere went down drastically as the game went on and I'm a bit nervous about it can I can I make a couple of points on that yeah. uh, number one when we were chanting it was really loud and there were, I could see more people around the ground chanting Number two, it's the first time in years the crowd have chanted Eagles when we get a corner, which I used to love when I was younger, so I was really glad that was back. Point three, I'm not sure if their tickets have actually been sold yet. So there there are kind of rumours going around that they've been held and actually the seats that they usually sit in were sold on tickets and it, it, it's mainly tourists. And also... I've missed the TIFO that we normally have at the start of the season because that gets everybody going and it, it really builds up the atmosphere for that first game. But you've got a lot of people on holiday. Um, Monday that's evening a, game. That's always, that's always like such a weak excuse. Yeah, but yeah, you but can't use that as a... Such a no, but excuse. there were so many more tourists there compared to what what tourists usually um, half and half scarf buyers. They, they were doing a roaring yeah, trade. It's, it's not even that. I saw a Liverpool fan come into the uh, the half-weight uh, stand and he was wearing a Liverpool kit with his son and he just walked into the halfway and took a normal seat. Tourists will increase and have been increasing at Palace over the years, but of course, as they increase... The so you saw a Liverpool fan? I, I genuinely saw that. And, and what I, did you do? Nothing. What can you do? Like, there was lots of other Palace fans around me. And I wasn't the only do? one that... No, no, nothing. That's the, the atmosphere at Sellers Park is changing drastically and it's quite scary. Like, uh, me, imagine me going to Fulham and wearing a Palace gear at the home sign, like, that's not that, that won't be right <laughs> that won't be right yeah, at all yeah you'd be, you'd be asked to put a jumper on and I've, I've taken fans of other teams to watch Palace when we're playing them but they'll be mates from years and years and years ago and they know that we'll have a bit of banter they're not going to jump up and down when their team scores because they know that they're in the away team's end sure but surely sorry about surely something should be done then with the with the tickets like how we I don't know how you can sort it out because in the day people will be sending tickets but Something needs to be done, especially against what? top six clubs, because that was so poor. How can a little? I don't understand how they let him in in first place, because there's stewards there that in the, where you know where the tickets are, where they enter. How did they just let a Liverpool fan 
wearing a full Liverpool kit coming to the Palace homestand. It, was, it wasn't just in the offer, there was a few in the homestand as well, it, from what I understand. Homes, so. Yeah, homestand. How's their Liverpool fans? That's like, I don't know, like my United fans going to Liverpool and sitting at the cop. Copy yeah, like. someone's done that before with a banner. But yeah, yeah, I was in the uh, <laughs> I was in the North Stand at Arsenal when Palace beat um, Arsenal two one, and we didn't uh, on the match of the day, you can see me and my brother who are opposite end of the stands, jumping up and down and leaping around when John Solarco scored. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, they were yeah it shouldn't be times, done. weren't they? Yes, they were different times. Yeah, mate. padding on the seats and everything it was lovely. <laughs> but yeah, but like if. You <laughs> I know you're talking about that, but if you're talking about it now, it's just it's no. I find it's I find you can't. It's unacceptable in my in my what? eyes. So I have, uh, it's home stand. It's not neutral. Like Fulham has a neutral place where it makes sense why there was Palace fans and Fulham fans. But it's our it's our actual stand, and the fact that we're going to build a new stand and potentially more tourists are going to come, and the atmosphere actually is going to decline, then increase uh, when the new stand's built is actually quite scary because I can see that happening more tourists can come flooding in when the new stand is built when you've been there and there's 5,000 for a league match you appreciate every moment like this no, so it's it's so much better than it used to be years ago mate you you don't know you're born with, with being treated with top flight <laughs> yeah, football no, but I was no but I was there at the first first season of the Premier League and the atmosphere was fantastic and everyone was talking about it, even the second season but after that it just kept going down and down as, as like by well, the years when we went up we spoke about that and we spoke about what happened with um with Stoke once once you're up for two or three years it, it it just becomes standard and it's nothing new or unique anymore. We're just a Premier League team. It's it's not as exciting to be there. Yeah, you're just treading water. Yeah. Yeah, but, but H- I think the HF is going to play a part as well in the atmosphere in it declining. They, but that, they were U- USP. Yeah, uni- yeah. yeah, exactly. So the, the, the difficult question is, do you let uh, does Mr. Parrish say, okay, we'll give you your own way? And how long before you've got a set of fans dictating to the chairman? But that's a bit. I, I, I don't, don't know. Maybe I, I'm overplaying that a yeah. little bit. But but there were other other rumours going around about um, the HF were going to throw their toys out the pram if a certain person was an appointed manager, or they would if a person was appointed manager. And but, I don't know uh, whether I, it's. I don't think that's. I don't think that's true though. Like if you actually think about it, the HF's going to. They don't. They don't control the club. They even know that they don't control the club. But they're massive. I, I see them as a big part of the club because yeah. we without them, even Liverpool fans. When I looked on social media, they said bring back the HF because they know they've been there like many times at Hellas Park where the HF was there, and they even noticed it. I think HF play a big part in uh, in the club, and uh, as Aaron said, it's a unique selling point. Most fans come to uh, look at Paris for its atmosphere and. Yeah, losing them, losing them is a massive part. Like it's really, it's really bad, and I don't know how it's going to play out throughout the season. But yeah, I, I, I love that. Bad. You got, you got to wonder if there was any element of you know the, the fans should be not rewarded, but just you know effectively. Come on, have have a have a word. Just keep them, keep them sweet. You know, keep yeah. them sweet. Show a bit of loyalty to the fans, and it'll be alright. Yeah, it's it's all about brinkmanship, isn't it? And who who goes as far? And I think that that's the kind of character Mr. Parrish is. Is is not so much a, a give and take person. Yeah. That's just my opinion. And he might he might be the complete opposite of that, but it's a it's a shrewd, hard businessman. We have to do better as fans as well, because normally I, I, Monday night at Solos, that's when they expect the best atmosphere. 
And yeah. if that's if on a on a three pm kickoff, the atmosphere is not meant to be like a Monday night one. Like it's still meant to be good, but Monday nights uh, at, at Sellers at night is something special, and it'll be interesting to see what happens at three pm kickoffs. As fans, we need to improve as well because at times we're just too silent, and it seemed like we didn't know what to do <laughs> on it's, the day. It's but been one game. I think we should see let's uh, how it see goes. What yeah. happens? Yeah, throughout the season. Yeah, we will see what happens. Uh, just to quickly run you through some Europa League scores. We've got half-time in a lot of the games. Uh, Rangers have kicked off against FC Ufa at uh, at Ibrox elsewhere, and it finished Sudova 1, Celtic 1 full-time. Sigma Olomec 0, Sevilla 1. That one also a full-time score. Uh, Olympiakos 1, Burnley 1 is a half-time score. Uh, Atalanta 0, FC Copenhagen 0 is a, uh, a half-time score as well. And uh, the 23 minutes gone in Belgrade, it's uh, Partizan 1, Besiktas 1. No, uh, no, uh, no Istanbul. Slav <laughs> Sport, 7.57. It's nearly time for the news, real news, unless I'm in any of the stories, in which case it's probably fake news. Love Sport. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 1.7 seconds. It's over in a flash. This is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device. Money worth spent, don't you think? Mark Pritchard, Chief Brand Officer of Procter & Gamble, the world's biggest advertiser, has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency. So, digital media, stick your algorithms up your... Anyway, radio is different. The average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week. Your potential customers are listening right now. Grow your business with Love Sport Radio. FanHub, the new app that rewards fans. Yes, you've heard it right. If you support your team, FanHub will support you. Simply select your club and the app automatically finds the cheapest train tickets and hotels for every fixture. It records how many miles you've done following your team with a leaderboard that shows the most dedicated. FanHub also rewards you with discounts and freebies from partners such as Uber, Just Park and Amazon. Download FanHub from the App Store and check in at the stadium to start earning rewards. There's no purchase necessary. FanHub. Fan loyalty rewarded. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We do taxi tops. Visit wedoh.com. We do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. Good evening, it's Love Sport Radio. One minute to eight o'clock across the capital. We'll have your news for you shortly. Plenty to talk about. We're going to look ahead to that game. Uh, Crystal Palace taking on Watford this weekend. It's a Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, kick off on TV again. How many games do we have on TV? Happy, happy days. I'll be watching that one uh, on the telly. It's Love Sport Radio approaching eight o'clock. Here's your news.
on 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 8, the government says holidaymakers travelling to Europe after March next year could face higher bank card charges in the event of a no-deal Brexit. Guidance for that scenario also warns of the risk of delays at the border and urges pharmacists to stockpile medicines. Brexit Secretary Dominic Raab says he's still working towards a deal but has a responsibility to consider the alternative. His opposite number in Labour, Sir Keir Starmer, says it's just posturing. I think what ran through the speech really was um, a vagueness about what the government was really saying but also this that in a number of respects what the government was really saying is in the event of no deal we'll just have to keep on talking a British-Iranian mother jailed in Iran over spying allegations has been temporarily freed. Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe has been let out for three days to see her family. The Conservative Party says it's rejected the membership of millionaire Brexit campaigner Aaron Banks. The Leave.eu campaign founder had claimed he'd joined the party and urged his supporters to follow. Donald Trump's lawyer insists a hush money scandal engulfing the US president won't see him forced from office. His former attorney Michael Owens admitted paying off two women who claimed they'd had affairs with Mr Trump before he was elected. A separate inquiry is looking at whether the presidential campaign was influenced by Russia. Rudy Giuliani says his client's done nothing wrong. He didn't collude with the Russians. He didn't obstruct justice. Everything Cohen says has been disproved. You'd only impeach him for political reasons and the American people would revolt against that. Thank you. In sport, Burnley are level at one all heading into the second half of their Europa League playoff away to Olympiakos. Celtic finished one all at Seduva in Lithuania. And British tennis number one Johanna Conta has been handed a tough first round draw for next week's US Open. She'll meet sixth seed Caroline Garcia. That's the latest. I'm Elizabeth Secker. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. With seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Party for so long to, t- to put the button, you know, to, to put the mics up. 
Just like, come on, man. Hey, uh, don't be winding me up now. Oh, he's, he's on <laughs> air, mate. Good, good, good to hear you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He, he only comes on during the Crystal Palace show. Does he? Is that true? It's the only one and, I feel and, loved and, on. And the Millwall one to stop the fighting. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he, he feels very, very loved by uh, the, the back of the next produ- production team. Yeah, what should have. Yeah, Mikey loves him. Like, <laughs> I must meet this Mikey. man. I must meet this man. Yeah, well, I should, like, I've only met him once, anyways, in like three years. It's a bit of a bit of a tricky one. It never comes out, so yeah. I've, I've worked for Mikey on, on the podcast for seven, eight years now, and I've met him twice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mystery. Like. I see him all the time. Hey, Mikey. Yeah. Maybe you are Mikey. Maybe he's not. He's <laughs> very little Mikey. Find out on next week's show. Find yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it takes him so long just to put the buttons up. I know he just enjoys listening to Cloud all over, so he just does as a little boogie outside. Um, you you enjoy all the theme tunes, don't you, to the shows? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I always give my my own little uh, interpretation of it off mic. You know. I mean, I, I know you like West Ham's blowing bubbles. Yeah, because it kind of sounds like seventies type of funk. You know, the intro to it. You know, have you ever listened to Parliament? No. Yeah, no. yeah, Joe's cleaning. Yeah, it's very, very kind of similar to something they would produce just the music behind it before it goes I'm forever blowing <laughs> bubbles <laughs> <Zah>. yeah <laughs> Jenny Any Hills like? oh the Millwall one of course Millwall Tahiti have oh to, yeah yeah that even though I'm a Paris fan I have to say that's that's quality you know, do you know what we're gonna we need to get do you know what I think we should do we should ask Nick to uh, release it on like a a, a a three inch or a seven inch for Christmas <laughs> Do you think? A flexi disc. A flexi disc. <laughs> floppy. Maybe a floppy. A mini disc. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think he should release it on uh, on, on six inch vinyl, something like that. I'd buy it. I'd, 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 I'd buy, buy it any day, just. I think he should actually release it. How much should it charge? Mate, just uh, he, knowing him, he, he's the kind of guy who'd give all the money to charity. He, he, he actually wrote a book. Totally agree. He wrote a, a, a Millwall yearbook, and all the money goes to charity. What a guy. That's brilliant. And it's yeah. a West Ham charity as well. Oh, wow. Isla Caton's charity. Yeah. Isla's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, that's brilliant. Absolutely incredible. So, he's the kind of guy. Do you know what? I'm going to plant the ed- the idea in his head tomorrow that we should release it. Yeah, for Christmas. Honestly, I think Millwall fans, but I think Paris fans. Millwall to Haiti. For charity as well. For charity as well. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe we could have it a double A side <laughs> if it's a charity and um, yeah. have a Palace one. Albert's, yeah. Albert's very good at uh, composing. Um, he, he wrote a song for Jim Piddock, I think, on one of the pods. I was going to say we could get out of Hambo to do a version of My Way or something like that. <laughs> oh, I and now. Yeah, I think it would be good for charity. You know, um, I can't even do an impression of Hambo. I'm not going to even try it. No, try, try, try. What try, did you I say? Can. You called him Darth Vader last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 into the, into <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, you know, you, you listeners don't know. You, you don't know what goes on in our ears when uh, when the show's going out. I mean, the show's going out, and I've just got Paddy just going <laughs> in my ear. I'm just like, what are you doing? Can you imagine just tuning in and you just hear that, like Darth he, he, he does it all the time. Um, I, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, do you know what? Funny enough, one thing that's going to get Hambo breathing like that again is is the charity walk. Yeah, yeah. We've uh, back of the nest have signed up for the uh, Palace for Life Foundation. Um, to walk 26 point yeah 26 miles 20, mar- 26 mar- and a bit miles and uh, it's going to be from Sellers Park and we're going to be walking all the way to Trafalgar Square via Q and that sort of thing luckily the route's flat um, spoke to Hambo about training and what we should do and uh, we were comparing stats on Sunday and uh, 
I, I went into training. I've been doing four or five mile speed walks with the dog as quick as I can because I'm an old git and I just want to get myself fit and, and don't want to die on the day. Uh, so I said, yeah, I've managed to do 13,000. I think it's five miles. And um, Hammer said, I've done 235 steps. <laughs> <laughs> Typical so. Hammer, ain't it? Yeah. It's, but jokes aside, it's, it's for a good cause and um, it would be great if people can donate and they can check our social media site for that and yeah i think <clears throat> the guys from five year plan is coming as well so yeah overall will be a good great day out and yeah i'm excited for it i need to i need to start training as well i need to start training boy i just when i walk around the kebab shop i'm out of breath <laughs> <laughs> that's the grease in the air mate what are you on about? yeah oh, 26 miles i just worked that out and that's like walking from Croydon to heathrow airport and geez i can't even walk like up the stairs properly I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. Don't worry, I'll be hitting you going, go on, go on. Yeah. I am. Um, got 20 miles to go. <laughs> Not 20 well, the, miles. Thing, the thing is, Paddy will be coming out in, his, in, in the, uh, he'll, be, he'll be doing it in his alter ego outfit, oh. which is the father. Oh, yeah. Wait, Paddy, why don't you come along? Jokes aside, Aaron. Well, uh, if it's for a good cause, I'll come along, no problem. You've got to get them orthopedic sandals on, I mate. I will indeed have to get the cars checked as well. I'll have to get the old cream and put it on a week before. <laughs> Young Nick, now Nicholas, he, he has. Nicholas here. Uh, yeah, he will, you be, will you be dressing in the appropriate attire? We, we get a t-shirt. You leave the collar on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we get a free t-shirt as well. So someone um, might from Palace for Love Foundation. So <laughs> that that that's another reason to doing it. Well, Hambo's going to be doing it. Uh, Dr, you're doing it. Nick, you're doing it. Who else is doing it? For We've got uh, Samantha, our producer, lives yeah. in Brighton. He's going to be doing it. Nice. I think Mike is doing it. Uh, yeah, I'll just spring up the name. So yeah, Mike is going to be doing it. Our, our other producer. So in total, we have nine members from back of the nest. Me, Chris Clark, uh, Chris, uh, Ed Callaway, Jack, which is which comes on last ball, Albert, uh, Mikey, Nick, and Samantha. So yeah, it should be a good day out for back of the nest as well. You'll have to you'll have to bring the microphone along as well. You know, you never know who you'd meet at it. You know, being no, yeah, on a day on a day there's uh, AJ. Uh, Andrew, there's going to be Steve Parrish there. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be there's going to be a couple of I don't know, shall I say celebrities? Yeah, celebrities. Yeah, they're going to be there. So yeah, it's it's going to be a great day out, and I, I'm looking forward it's to. Very it. Very modest of you to call yourself a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I didn't call myself a celebrity. I call I call Steve Parrish and uh, AJ a celebrity, not not me. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it, but I need to get fit. That's the problem. <laughs> I thought I was going to die when I was on holiday. Seriously. We decided to take the dog for a walking holiday in Wales. And three quarters of the way up Snowdon, I thought, I can't go on no more. I've got to give up smoking. <laughs> my missus literally thought I was going to die. Do you know what she did? I, my my head had gone bright red. My legs were buckling underneath Asked me. you what your pin numbers are. She sat me down <laughs> on a stone and said, wait there, we'll come and get you on our way back down. And she just left me there. Fair play. But yeah, that's, you well, I had a cigarette and ran up after him. Well, the view's nice. Absolutely stunning. Delightful. Absolutely stunning. Absolutely delightful. Yeah. But um yeah, so that that's what made me do it as well as a good cause is this middle aged man wants to get fit. So. And, and how can people get involved? Um all the details are on our social media or mm. you can just go to Palace for Life Foundation, search it on Google and you can register yourself. Um they've got three different options, haven't they? They've yeah. got a six mile option. Which I've got a slight suspicion Hambo might have gone for. <laughs> he he might, six day. miles in, he might just disappear and said, I've done what I've paid for. You can do <laughs> 10 miles or you can do the full 26. Yeah. Are you doing the full 26? I'm doing the full, doing 26. full 26. Everyone has to. 
We Humber, have to. Right? We no, Humber, Humber, back of the yeah, Humber, yeah, everyone from back of the nest has to. Um, Hamburg will definitely do 26 miles because if he doesn't, I'll pick him up. No way. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Eight eleven. I'll tell you what. We're gonna um, we're gonna take a short one. But first and foremost, it's Olympiakos who have taken the lead against Burnley, and it's that man with the best name in football, Andreas Bukalakis. Oh, he's playing for Nottingham Forest. Is it? Yeah, mm. central midfielder Bukalakis. He's played for. Was he decent? I can't he was actually a good player, but obviously Olympiakos and Forest are now linked. Are they? Well, yeah, that's same owner. Yeah, well, I guess yeah. you learn something new every day. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, so, yeah, 11 minutes past eight. We'll be speaking to Hambo next on Oswald. With all of the women coming out of the woodwork, one would think I was like Bill Clinton. Wrong. Love sport. I work for RespokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit RespokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. Hey, Dad, you're going to the Champions League final, Daddy. I said, you know what? You're going to have lots of birthdays. This is going to be the only Champions League final that Arsenal reach. And he understood, he I did. think. I, well, I haven't spoken to him for oh, four no. years. But yeah. <laughs> Weekdays from 6.30am. It's time to make North Korea great again. But it'll take a while. The country is a shit 558 am Love sports. Oh, my little Hambo 50, he's rapid and he's nifty, and he's actually calling into Love Sport on time. Oh, my little Hambo 50, he's rapid and he's nifty, and he's actually calling to Love Sport on time. Here he is, it's Chris Hambling. Evening, Hambo. Evening. Uh, can I just start with this? So I reach. Yeah, mate. You, 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 well, again, you sounded like Darth Vader slash. You know the you know the, the Hoover from Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> Nulu. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like Nulu. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Have you decided to actually go into Reading Festival rather than trying to get home, Chris? Mate, that, I, I completely forgot about the whole thing. You know, I, <laughs> every year, I, I don't, that the week of Reading Festival, I never go into work. Just work from home, but I completely forgot this year. And uh, as a result, <laughs> I am not in the Love Sports Studios. No, oh, mate, mate, uh, you, yeah. you're being missed, mate. You are you are sorely, sorely missed this yeah, evening. Sorry for sending you know, those two second-rate uh, chances. That's all right. It's all, right. all look at muster. It's all right. Your, your boy's not <laughs> behaving this evening, but we will uh, we'll look past that. Um, Hambo, I noticed that you were very, very angry on your social media the other day. And it's not because Palace versus Liverpool was a risk game, but because... It was it it was not good. It just did not end well for you. And and I noticed you you weren't a happy chappy. I was. I even ran up Love Sport and rowed with Paul Mortimer as yeah, well. I so, so. Uh, and no one rows at Paul Mortimer. He's a lovely man. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had it coming, right? Disagreeing with me? Uh, no, uh, I'm sure he's. I'm sure, yeah. No, it, it, with with greatest respect, I just I just felt. I tell you what it is. I don't. It's not so much about the decisions, right? Because you you could make an argument for. 
the penalty being given, even though Salah clearly dived. And you can clear, and you know, and obviously I have to accept the red card, even though Salah made out that he was shot. I, you know, I mean, I can accept those things, but I can't accept just how happy and eager Michael Oliver was to give it. it you know, what I mean, when when a he was effectively, he was practically celebrating when he gave the red card. Do you know what I mean? It was, uh, and it just, it just, it just stank of injustice. We, we were, you know, off Townsend, it's the bar. You know, that, that's, a, that's a game-changing thing. And you just think, you look at both these decisions, you think, up the other end, you know, somehow their defender would get away with a yellow card for the Wampersacker thing, and Wilf would never get that penalty. And you just know it. You just know that that's the case. But you have to take it, because that's, you know, as, as you'll know from my Twitter, that's my conspiracy about how the Premier League is, is scripted. <laughs> so that's how angry I am. Indeed. I, I, I mentioned this earlier that you thought um, there, was, there was some kind of conspiracy and, and football being fixed over VAR, but, but you seem to be able to want to continue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know what? It's, it's not... Is it beyond the realms for your imagination that, that if you're selling that product, if you're, if you're in charge of the Premier League, and this is just speculation, it's not even an allegation, it's just speculation... Uh, but wouldn't it be tempting, at the very least, to try and influence things so those teams and those clubs with the biggest following and particularly worldwide followings would, were to perhaps, you know, make the league particularly exciting that year? Is, it, is, this, an were, is this an of official Hambo conspiracy theory? Absolutely is. I think we're going to need a jingle for it as well. Well, I mean, I know, I know you do love a conspiracy theory. I mean, you've still been dishing out the conspiracy theory that Elvis is alive and lives somewhere around Kilburn. He does. It's true. Do you know what my <laughs> favourite conspiracy theory is? And you can Google this. It's real. It's that uh, Saddam Hussein had a Stargate and he and Elvis rode scorpions. Google it. It exists. It's a real conspiracy. Jeez. Are you sure you're oh, not really? in Reading Festival? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You've been, drinking, you've been sampling the uh, tents <laughs> or something. <laughs> what have you yeah, been drinking? Moment, I, I, think, I think I'm sitting in a car on my driveway, but maybe I'm not. Why are you so bitter? What's wrong with you? Just uh, you know, I haven't seen your smiling face for a few days, dear. That's what it is. Wait until Tuesday. We'll both cry after we lose the Swans in the League Cup on a Tuesday night. Uh, why are we, why are we <laughs> going to that? I mean, yeah, what, what is that all about? Because I saw the tweet and I was like, Urgh. I don't know. Why have I made that decision? We never do well at Swansea. Um, Tuesday night. You know, why? <laughs> there's only one thing I can use to describe this game. Do you know what it is? Risk Sorry. game. Risk game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a risk game. That's exactly what it is. I'm, I'm very. When you, when you look. Cool. So I'm very impressed that you're actually still in your driveway. You, you haven't even bothered to get out your car and, and get a cup of tea or anything before you've come to join us after that horrendous no, journey. Once I, once I thought of the my way joke, I had to, I had to bring it immediately, otherwise I'd forget it. Oh, okay. Uh, there you go. Um, Hambo, looking ahead to Watford, you confident in the three points? Uh, not, not as much as I usually am against Watford. We've got a... You know, we really do very well against them usually. Uh, but they started the season pretty strongly. I thought, you know, for opening game of the season against Brighton, I kind of just thought because it's Brighton and they're useless. You know, nothing to worry about there. Obviously, Brighton proved in their second game against your lot, who really are struggling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, uh, sort of proved that they're maybe not such a terrible team. You know, again, we'll, we'll see how that, how that lasts. But. Um, I'm a little, yeah, a little bit concerned. They've, they're playing some good football. They started pretty well last season as well. And I was 
perhaps when you get them early on, it's uh, they're more of a danger than they they turn out to be by the end of the season. So, uh, I think my uh, my overriding sort of feeling is we'll we'll win it, but perhaps not by the the canter that I thought uh, after the first round of games. So, um, yeah, I, I, fan- I fancy like a two-one or something like that, but. Um, so we we always do well at Watford away. It's always a cracking away atmosphere as well. So um, definitely looking forward to it. Um, and what what about the lineup itself? Can you see Roy making any changes, especially up top? We've been talking about Benteke, and maybe you know I, I'm of the opinion that maybe he's had his chance. Maybe it's t- a case of bringing in someone like Are you uh, new legs, fresh legs, and, and th- maybe different ideas. I don't know if he gets new legs. I think, yeah, fresh is better. better <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. Sorry, wrong yeah, choice yeah. of work. <laughs> they, they, they don't replace legs, do they, every week? That's not how it works. Uh, no, uh, I mean, obviously, like, one force change with Joe Wolf probably coming at right back because uh, of Zaka's, uh suspension. But um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if one of Coyote or, or Mayer forces his way into the side as well. I think Roy would have looked at the midfield against Liverpool and thought they they did reasonably well, uh, but they didn't really sort of you know have a have a spell where they dominated. And I think maybe Jeff Slip might uh, might drop out of that side and, and Mayer might find his way in something like that. Uh, but you, when you talk about up top, Benteke again taking a lot of stick, but until the horrendous miss where he you know, didn't even hit the corner flag, it was that wide. Uh, until that moment, I'd actually thought he had a fairly strong game. So I don't see Roy changing that. I think Benteke will continue up top. Um, I think Palace fans are being pretty critical at the moment because Serloff, who came on to replace Benteke, uh, was also taking dog's abuse for, for not getting on the end of a, a late Zaha cross. So I, I'm not too sure what we're going to... What, what, what the options they are. Are you, I don't think, is, is, is an option because I think we like to have Wilf up there alongside somebody who's got a bit of a physical presence, so that isn't Ayu. I think he's more likely to be used in a kind of wide forward area. So we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. See how, what, what Roy what Roy does as a, as a surprise. Would you Would uh, you bring yeah. um, Mayer in to start? Now he's had a little bit of a taste. I, I, I would. I would. I think. I think we we, we saw him put him out of the pitch, and he and he, he equipped acquitted himself pretty well. Um, I was quite surprised that he sort of was lurking out on the right-hand side, but then you think about it, we had 10 men. Uh, and I think he looked pretty good, and it'd be nice to see what he's like in a team with 10 other players rather than 9. So, yeah, um, that'd be good. I couldn't believe, I, how, know, if, if I, couldn't believe how short the bloke is. Is he Is he smaller than Michael much. Hughes? <laughs> uh, I think they're about the same, about 5'7", I think he yeah. was, uh, with his heels up. Um but yeah, I, you know, I, I think that I think it's a good time to, to chuck him in there. I think, you know, this 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 is a talented player. You saw that in that tiny little cameo. You think you know, he's a guy with real ability, and I think the sooner we get him in and are accustomed, the better. Um, we don't want him waiting around too long for a chance. Um, but, so yeah, be, I'll, I'll take Schlapp out and give Mayer a chance out on the left. Uh, with, with sort of you know, obviously tucking in the same way Schlapp does. Uh, just a quick question: What's for dinner tonight? <laughs> uh, I'm making um, I'm making beef cost- costas uh, with a it's like a, a parsley millet, um, but the costas are going to sit in in, in uh, like gem lettuce leaves. Oh, okay. 
Alright, yeah, fair enough. That's food gentrification, <laughs> mate. Should yeah. we have a cooking show with <laughs> <Hal? laughs> It gets it sent in a box with instructions. He doesn't even go out and source <gasps> the ingredients himself. Oh, oh is it one of them ones, yeah. Ambo? He's joined the club. Ambo, you upper Could middle. Uh, I've lost respect now. <laughs> guys, it's called, it's called Mindful Chef. They're excellent. Uh, I'll give you my email address if you want £20 off your first order. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant stuff. How about give us a, uh, a score prediction for um, for, for Sunday, Pat? Are you going? Yeah, absolutely, I'm going. Yeah, so oh. is that, that other little chap there. With your, we're going there. Uh, <laughs> Look at that neck. We're trying to look at both of them. <laughs> it said little chap. <laughs> yeah, that's why he looks at oh, me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going. Yeah, oh, I can't so, wait. Anyway, I'm going, going, going to two one, two one around. Yeah, and what, what, what about Swansea? Swansea, <laughs> I think we'll probably end up losing five nil, and I'll get home at four in the morning and just never. I'll say never again, and then obviously do it again. Clearly, brilliant stuff, Amber. Well, you keep cracking on with the uh, with the my ways and whatnot, and we'll be catching up with you soon, pal. Great to hear from you. Uh, it's Chris Hambling also known as uh, My Little Hambo 50, on Love Sport Radio, 8.24. we back after a quick break. Make him talking about checkers. I told him I was more a Monopoly kind of guy. I've never gone to jail. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTV.com. Play your way to £1 million. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman said, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. Partnerships can be a wonderful thing, but sometimes good partnerships go bad. Marriage is by far the most important partnership in most people's lives. Everything you own or care about, even children, become a sort of partnership property. Unfortunately, sometimes only one person's vote destroys that partnership. Cordell and Cordell represent men whose partner has cast that vote. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. Are you frustrated by your job and looking for a new opportunity? At SEHBAC, we are currently looking for talented and driven sales consultants to join our award-winning teams in Chelmsford and Colchester. If you have experience selling windows, doors and conservatories, we want to hear from you. With a fantastic range of benefits and full training provided, SEHBAC has the job that's right for you. For more details or to get in touch, visit SEHBAC.com. I have to tell you, Crystal Palace, spectacular, really great, shiny. 
Love Sport. Love Sport. With 7OTV.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yeah, great hearing from uh, Hambo there. 826, it is Love Sport. Um, would love to hear from you this evening as well. 0208 Let me run you through some Europa League scores. And by my count, Burnley are now 3-1 down in their, uh, in their Europa League tie to Olympiakos. They are way at Olympiakos. They're down to 10 men and they trail by three goals to one. Uh, elsewhere, and uh, it is currently KLC Genk to Bromby now a rapid Vienna to Saberquest now half time between Partizan and Belgrade and Besiktas <laughs> it's uh, it's one one and Rangers are currently still tied with FC Ufa at Ibrox it's nil nil there we'll keep you aside all of the scores as goals go in here on Love Sport this evening. I'd like to make a couple of complaints uh, about my my experience at, at Sellers Park on Monday. Well, we've got oh a couple God. of minutes before the news. If this is about those hand dryers again, no, no. Steve Parrish has um, already fitted them. <laughs> no, it's uh, there wasn't enough food for the punters. They'd they'd come back from work, went to go there, get their pie and chips or whatever. There was barely any food being served. Also, while you're listening, to Mr. Parrish, lovely new kits, but my son is he uh, thirteen? The 13 to 14 year old child's kits with the non-gambling associated thing wouldn't fit a 9 year old. In fact my 11 year old daughter had to get a size 12 woman's kit and they've got to pay 10 quid more. It's not on that kids have to pay. Is it made by Macron? It was made by Puma. Puma. Yeah. They were a lot, lot smaller than than the equivalent sizes last year and it's wrong that kids have got to pay more money. Don't you think that they should have another like, they should put a charity you know you know i've just can i just this is a side <laughs> note yeah you know when they have like a gambling sponsor an alcohol sponsor yeah they should have a charity on the kids kit instead they, they, they do they did well, we had nordolf robbins last year because they're tied in with the brit school which is also in croydon they so. should have they should always do that every club like should yeah. do that be quite yeah. nice be yeah quite nice. anyway going back to did you want to purchase something <laughs> i wanted to purchase a balti pie and they had none the balti pies that sell us are the best well, why don't, what, you know what he should have he's, he's, he's made a mistake again he should have gone down the jerk centre yeah the George jerk centre yeah with the, the tasty jerk. Yeah. But, but I didn't know until I'd got in the ground that they didn't have food well you should have prepared before mate exactly you should you should have you know you should plan ahead see you know but that's your fault bring Nick. don't blame parish don't blame yeah. debates to our radio yeah, show don't blame your parish <laughs> I'll ring them up and say have you have, uh, is there any chance that you won't have those things that you have every other week this week <laughs> <laughs> I told you you should have gone to the tasty jerk yeah yeah. oh well maybe next Southampton game will go there <laughs> oh yeah yeah we'll have a cheese roll mate Oh, yeah. You're so up. looking forward to the cheese roll. You be, yeah, but it's because it's it's Albert weeks. told me about it. Yeah. <laughs> Albert told me that the cheese is as thick as a brick. <laughs> 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 they basically just get a bit of bread and bang. It's like there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, go- I'm, go- I'm going up there. You're yeah. excited. I- I'm-, I'm looking forward to Crop Palace Southampton. Looking forward to uh, some decent atmosphere. Looking forward to hearing mm. loud all over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it should be good. It'll be, it'll be fun. It will really, really be fun. Uh, we're going to have the opposition view at some point shortly. Should we go for it? Yeah, we'll go for the opposition view next on Love Sport. No more plastic straws in England. That really sucks. The Love Sport Fan Shows. 
the big earners are gone, aren't they? Oh yeah, long gone. Now um, J. Emmanuel Thomas has gone as well to Billericay, wherever he's ended up. He's gone to Billericay. Well, that was the, he played the other night, didn't he? That's the rumours. Very swazzy move for him. Twenty-seven J. Emmanuel Thomas. Yeah, there you go. There's some potential unfulfilled. Twelve games. I would three. say the highest earner at Rangers would be south of twenty k. I reckon. I couldn't even think of anyone that would be on that. You've got to look at where the boys are coming from. Scouts come from Barnsley, so he's not going to be on much there. Freeman was Bristol City, not much there. Um, Lungo Swindon so you got you know that makes a big impact on where players are coming from Lumley's from the youth team as a you know these boys aren't going to be on huge amounts so you got to think of that as well bringing big players in and big money weekdays and Sunday from 7pm the opposition view on love sport Start with the opposition view, and, and this is just I don't know how this has happened like you know the planning has gone in <laughs> uh, to T because we've managed to get everyone together, you know, when Crystal Palace and Watford are actually playing, it's fine. It's not the Watford show, is it? It is. <laughs> wow. Do we is. have to come how into that? Do we have to hang around how and yeah. come back? How did that? you not know that? Because <laughs> yeah. we spent last season edging out because it was Millwall last season. Didn't no, it was Brentford. Was it Brentford? I'm sure we, we had Millwall once we were here on no, a you Thursday didn't. when they swapped. <laughs> or did oh, we yeah, swap? you did. And they were no, they swapped because they were playing Fulham on a Friday night. Yeah, they only let that happen yeah. once, didn't they? Yeah, well, you, you were just avoiding all the bricks, weren't you, and bottles <laughs> as you walked out of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what And the sounds of Millwall Tahiti. Yeah. That's exactly Millwall. what... <laughs> Millwall. <laughs> it is the best thing ever. It is the best thing ever. I, I really... I'm I'm gonna approach Nick. I'm gonna say we should release it. I think we should yeah, release for it for charity, charity at least. Release it for charity. I think it'd be a genius idea. Mill to eat it. I'd have it as my ringtone if I could. <laughs> if I'm gonna put it as my ringtone. Imagine waking up to that every morning. Do- as your alarm as well. <laughs> um, but does he wear the whole Tahiti Honolulu skirt as well while he does the I, video? I, I'm not going to comment on that. I'm not going to comment <laughs> on that. Uh, let's talk Watford now with Andy Lewis from the uh, Watford fan show Hornets Nest. Um, not a bad start for you guys? Not bad. 6-6. Six six. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Win away, win away at Burnley. That's no mean feat either. So, no, they're yeah, getting beaten tonight as well, by the way. Are they? 3-1 by Olympiacos. Oh, they 10 minutes. Well. Tom Heaton's back in goal. They've dropped Joe Hart. Dropped Joe Hart? Yep. Was it? Was that the first game Heaton was available for? Like oh, I believe so. Split? Yeah. Oh really? Oh wow. We were singing on uh, on Sunday. Um, Burnley's number three to uh, to Joe Hart in the uh, in the Burnley goal, and England's number four, which was very uh, very humorous. He didn't he didn't like it too much, but uh, yeah, bit of, bit of away end banter bit, bit, for that. Bit of um, <laughs> skullduggery, not skullduggery. Jibing. Jibe. Yeah. Just just you know constant bit of bit of poking, <laughs> bit of poking. Um, what can these gentlemen expect from from Watford this weekend? I think you can uh, expect quite a tough test. I think you're going to come up against a uh, quite a confident Watford side. Uh, I think a lot of fans before the season, well, there was a definite split. Some were pretty confident, some not so much, just because we didn't buy the players that we sort of expected in the transfer window. But given our first two games, uh, first two results, I think um, we're going to come into the game with a lot of confidence. Probably the same start in 11. Um, and the Deeney and Gray partnership, I think, could put your defence under a lot of pressure. But then on the flip side, um, Watford's defence can be a little bit shaky at times. So if you get us on the counter-attack, Zahar, of course, um, attacking uh, attacking the Watford defence, that could be your be your outlet. In terms of your side of football, has anything changed? Or So uh, the main thing is um, the formation. So last season uh, we were opted for 4-2-3-1, uh, mainly just because that's what Silver went for. And when Javi came in, um, I think he just kind of stuck with it just because it was a bit of continuity. Um, but this season um, it's just a, almost a flat 4-4-2. Um, the main main difference obviously being Deeney and Gray partnership up front. Last season it was either just Deeney or Gray up front by themselves and neither of whom are 
a lone striker. They can't mm. they can't do it. They need someone to play off. And already we're seeing the benefits of it. Dean and Gray getting on the got, getting on the score sheet um, on Sunday against Burnley, um, working well with each other. Um, quite a lot of intensity up, up front, pushing pushing hard up the pitch with a, a high press, which um, Brighton couldn't cope with. Um, not so much at Burnley, but I think you know away games you've got to be a bit more bit more cautious. Um, but I think we can uh, expect to see that at Vicarage Road on uh, on Sunday. In terms of new signings, is there anyone that we should be looking looking for on on Sunday? So you you'll probably only see um, one new signing in the starting eleven, that being Ben Foster, okay. um, former West Brom, of course. Um, I think it'll be the same starting eleven. The other new signings, um, Decore signed a five-year extension. That was a big deal for us. Uh, we all thought he was going to uh, going to move on alongside Richarlison, um, but luckily, luckily he stayed. De La Feu um, was on loan last season, and he's he's signed, um, but he's going to be uh, should be sidelined for for that game. Um, the only other new signings so far to make a, an appearance is Ken Semmer uh, from Ostersons, who's come on for only about sort of ten twenty minutes over the over the two games, just in the in the second half. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much as you were last season. But the difference being that the team actually has a bit of bit of confidence about them. Harry seems to have instilled. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm feeling cautiously op- cautiously <laughs> optimistic, but I'm not gonna not gonna put my cards on the table just yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, where do you think the match is going to be won? Is it is it going to be midfield, or do you think it's just going to be between the strikers and which, which strikers are better at penetrating defenses? Oh, I think I think the midfield's a key a key place. I think whoever controls that will control the game. Um, I think Dini and Dini and Gray can only do so much with their high press. If our midfield two Capu and Decore are are outplayed and are are invisible almost, then we're not going to be able to get the ball from our defence to Dini and Gray to to start their start their partnership. Um, Saying that, if we if we control the midfield, I think we can bring our wide players into play. Will Hughes um, and Pereira uh, scored two on the opening on the opening day. If we can get those two into play, they can combine with uh, with Dini, Dini and Gray up front. It basically all all forms um, all bases around Capu and Decore partnership in centre midfield. Um, if they if they're outplayed and if they're you know pushed to one side by the Palace Palace players, I can I can see Palace causing us some problems. I got an informed DQA on FIFA, and he is mustard. He's one of the best, best central midfielders that I've seen. Stick I've him in your fantasy team; he'll yeah, get yeah, you yeah. a few points this season. <laughs> what, what about from Palace? Who do you look at and think, yeah, they're going to cause us some well, problems? Obviously, Zaha is the one of them. Well, yeah, no, I mean, you- I think we always we look at Zaha straight away. I mean, unfortunately, with with Watford, whenever Zaha comes to Watford, there's a section of fans who like to like to boo him yeah. just from you know the theatrics that we sometimes see I guess oh, it's fair to say not last season I'll say last season he did get hacked down in the area and it should have been a penalty I'll admit that is that the play, um, is that where he got booked for, yeah where for he got booked yeah and he, he didn't yeah, yeah <laughs> we, that was a bit we've challenged Everybody who says Zaha is a diver, show us one clip where he has dived and not one person in a year of asking on the whole of Twitter has been able to provide (laughs) documentary evidence that Wilfred Zaha dives. He's just too good for you. It's as simple as that. (laughs) He is is a very good player, I'll give you that. It's not so much, I don't, I I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say diving, I'd say theatrics is what, is what lets him down Um, and that the referee's because he's now got that whether you like it or not he's got that tag on him that mm. people thinks he dives whether he does or not is up for debate but because he's got that tag on him referees you know think he cries wolf maybe a bit too many times which is what we saw in the game at Vicarage Road last year Eddie Mariapa hacked him down should have been a penalty clear as day yeah. and the referee's just gone on his um, reputation as it were 
and it, you know, it, it's terrible, really, because each match should start as a, as exactly. a fresh thing. Because we should do. We we had that run when Andy Andy Johnson was playing for us, That's um, right. and he won us loads of penalties because he was so skillful and so quick. Mm. And um, yeah, I don't. I, I genuinely don't think Wilf died, dives. No, I like I've said, I've asked for evidence, and yeah, there v- just isn't any. They are in games. I think that will, v- yeah, yeah, I think that will solve all the diving issue that's going on, yeah, especially help the referees because last year that was unbelievable because mm. he he got hacked in the penalty box and the referee just looked at his reputation instead of the actual yeah. play and gave a penalty, which was a bit harsh. I think. I, he, I guess guess from like uh, the opposition's side of things, all we see is like the snippets in like match of the day. Mm. We don't, we don't, we don't see. We, you know, we see Zaha twice a season, whereas you guys see him thirty-eight times a season, getting hacked left, right, and centre. Yeah. You know, he's one of the most foul players in the league, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so he's he's a he's a class act. He's a good player, um, and he, he's you know I think he's Palace's main main outlet. Um, who's your who's your main shot? Is that Ben Ben Benteke? Starting, got yeah. IU, we've got um, Shawloff. But we've also got Townsend's being I quite th- tacky. I, th- I think midfield, as you said before, I think that could be mm. a good challenge because we've got Luka Milivojevic and James McArthur and, and them two players, you know, they're good defensively and also going forward, they're good. I think it'll be a good battle with Kabue mm. and uh, he was other uh, Decore. Decore, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think that'll be a main battle. But as you said, I think if we, if you guys, it depends on who wins in the midfield battle because... Mm. If we win, I think we can, you know, push on. Of course, in a game, and I think our defense. You said that Andy uh, Gray and um, Troy. Yeah, yeah, Gray and Dini. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Dini. Yeah, I think you said that go, uh, the benefit of us is that our defense has been actually solid under Roy. Mm. So I think that is a good advantage to have because that's, of course, your main threats. And if we can stop them, I think it'll yeah. be, be fairly. I think if Dean, if Dini starts winning duels and aerial aerial battles, I think then we could we'd probably potentially go on to win it so do you guys but have like a plan plan b like let's say it doesn't work or have you not seen it yet because it's still early so, in the season oh yes yeah well, plan, <laughs> yeah. plan a's worked yeah. so far yeah. for us yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, fingers crossed it works <laughs> again on sunday i think i think plan b would um i plan b would well ultimately be bringing de la Feu on but he's not fit so if there's a plan b on on sunday i'd like to see hughes come into the middle right. at the moment he's been playing um out on uh, uh, out on right mid um which has been fine that's not where we saw him last year and that's not his favored position he's been doing well in the first two games but if he comes into the middle he can really um sh- express what he's about show what he's about and um take the game take the game to palace and um, i think there'd probably be a slight formation switch as well maybe to a 4-3-3 potentially um but who knows i don't want to find out <laughs> what plan b is <laughs> how's it going have you still got the italian owners or, or yep. the udinese links and uh, yeah still got still got the potsos they're sort of uh they're doing less with uh with udinese nowadays they sold um when when they bought us they own granada as well in la liga and they, yeah. they've sold granada um so it's just us and udinese but i think because the money's in the Premier League yeah. compared to Syria, I think their focus is a bit more on us than Udinese. So you ask an Udinese fan what they what they think of Watford, and then they'll, uh, they'll give you some fruity Italian words. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a bit like asking Charlton fans about Belgian clubs as well, isn't it? Because yeah. didn't their their owner own a Belgian it's team? A standard the age, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he 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 operated sort of the network system. Like yeah. I mean, that's what they called them, network clubs or something like that. Oh. Just very very weird. And now uh, he's he's not networking anything. Yeah. No, left. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is, is that you know at the Charlton games, apparently they've banned plastic bottles of water, and and I just imagine like all the players just jumping around like you know a big trough. 
you know just going for it they got their mouths open by the sprinklers yeah absolutely <laughs> hammer and so on go for it. can you imagine the sprinklers just being turned off like just playing like concrete that's what's going to happen eventually that's what's going to happen eventually apparently there was quite a bad story on the front of the, the evening standard uh, this evening about the Charlton owner and, and his um, cost cutting measures uh, uh, to do with bonuses and uh, someone eating a bag of crisps yeah I saw office. that as well the crisps um, yeah, you have to yeah. ask or something before you have because a bag they have no cleaners really? yeah oh. Jeez! Imagine yeah, that's why you have to be thankful sometimes. Who, who plays uh, sweeper in the first eleven? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. very good, very very good. Um, Andy, thank you very much. We'll be you know chatting more See about Watford yeah. uh, after nine pm tonight. Thank you very much for providing us with a delightful bit of the opposition view. Slotsport. Listening to Five Live is like going to a soccer game and not having a pie at halftime. Disappointing. Five five eight a.m. Love sports. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. FanHub, the new app that rewards fans. Yes, you've heard it right. If you support your team, FanHub will support you. Simply select your club and the app automatically finds the cheapest train tickets and hotels for every fixture. It records how many miles you've done following your team with a leaderboard that shows the most dedicated. FanHub also rewards you with discounts and freebies from partners such as Uber, Just Park and Amazon. Download FanHub from the App Store and check in at the stadium to start earning rewards. There's no purchase necessary. FanHub, fan loyalty, rewarded. You probably think you're pretty good at multitasking behind the wheel. I mean, you have to multitask to drive. So what's wrong with checking your phone? The thing is, your brain simply doesn't work. Even a for quick reply affects your concentration and makes you less able to react to hazards. If you use a mobile phone while driving, you're four times more likely to crash. Think. Put your phone away. I like that lady May. She holds my hand wherever we go. It's so sweet. Love sports. Love sport. With 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. It's Love Sport Radio. Good evening. Paddy, the producer's <laughs> not looking at me in a, in a happy way. He's like, what do you want? No. What do you want? That's exactly what he said. He's calling me the plague now. <laughs> apparently, it was not very nice. I did actually ask for just something funky to come back off the break with, you know, but just, just, just to you know, whet the appetite. Yeah. Whet 
the appetite. But um, do you know what? He is what I'd call the executive producer of the show because he's the kind of guy who turns around <laughs> to me and goes, they think we should be focusing on this. And do you know what I go? Mate, you're spot on. <laughs> spot on. And he's today produced us with this fine document. And DR, you've been commenting how fine these documents are. Yeah. We just say to the last spot, hierarchy that are listening, he's one of, he's one of us. He's in the squad. Yeah, he's yeah. in the squad. Pay rise. Uh, yeah, if possible, <laughs> if possible, where applicable. Um, but he has produced a document which uh, tells us about Jason Punchin and how he um, is a target of Middlesbrough. I know Middlesbrough have made a signing. They've signed Mo Besic from Everton on loan. Mm. Do you still think Punch will end up out on loan somewhere or away from the club? Uh, he's, he's been told that he can go at the end of the month, whether that's... Uh, you're going Why? kind of go or or Why? make arrangements <sighs> because it's is much as i love the bloke for that gold in the cup final you know that that just sheer joy where we thought we we're actually going to win something for once that lasted a few minutes until mr clattenberg decided not to give advantages and that sort of thing um he's a palace player for and through um but he just didn't seem to have the the effort so when just before he got injured wasn't it he he'd be known for standing there and pointing and whereas a lot of play he got injured early on in Roy's tenure and whereas a lot of players have actually come on a lot like PBA and, and been able to get with the program with Roy because Punch has been out injured I don't think he's come back in enough to to really make that impact and, and with the players we've got now sorry Punch on the form you've been on they're actually a little bit better but I love you. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you're if you're looking at our midfield right now, the depth we've got, I we haven't seen Punch on the bench in Premier League matches. I know we've only played two games, but it just shows that Roy doesn't favour him. I think Roy said that. I don't know if Roy actually said it, but I heard some somewhere which like Roy doesn't favour him. So if he doesn't favour him, and I know we're not financially that great in this situation, so it will make sense to loan him out or sell him. He's been. I haven't been his greatest fan at Palace. Um, you know, I know some people loved him, but I never sang the song. He's one of our own. I think it's the right time to move on. He has been decent in pre-season, so it's a bit uh, disappointing now that he has to go. But it makes sense looking at our squad. We don't, we wouldn't necessarily rely on punching unless we had another injury crisis. But even if we had that, we have so many players in midfield that could play a decent role. And Indeed. yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Um, He's been linked with, of course, uh, Middlesbrough and uh, Newcastle. And I think Middlesbrough's, well, Newcastle won't be able to get him um, because of the transfer window shut. I think mm. Middlesbrough's the only option. And I could see him going there. If, they're if, they're if, after Balassi as well. Yeah, I think is going to go more to Aston Villa. I'm not yeah. too sure. But yeah, if he, I'll be happy if he goes to Middlesbrough. It'll make sense for both parties. He'll play more and we'll get, uh, you know, release another player off our wage books that won't actually impact the squad. So it'll make sense. Release an old player. Yeah, yeah, it's release an old player. He's younger than me. Yeah, well... If so they're all younger than me, but... No, you, you release a player, which is... He's not going to impact the squad, and there's no point in keeping a player he's not going to play, and not even be on the bench. So it, it, it makes sense for us. So like, I know he's not on the highest weight, he doesn't get paid the most in the club, but he's not also the lowest, I'm pretty sure of that. So it'll make sense for us to actually sell him on if he's not needed. So yeah, I'll be I'll be somewhat happy if he goes to Middlesbrough. It'll make sense. And yeah. If if he went anywhere, I'd have thought he'd have gone back to Millwall. I really did. Millwall? Jason Punchin. He paid nah. for Millwall, didn't he? It's the wages though, isn't it? 
I mean, they're, they're, they are about to break their transfer record, or they are. <laughs> agreed million. a deal uh, <laughs> to, to sign Tom Bradshaw yeah. um, and break their transfer record, which is, you know, groundbreaking for them. However, I just couldn't see it happening purely because of the wages. Yeah, I, I just thought it, it might not be a thing for him because, it, again, it's South London. And, and I've heard rumours he actually supports Millwall, not Palace, but just because he played for the Palace, it's, I don't it's know. It's always going to be them type of rumours. Like That's something I'll make up because I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if he does go, Nando's in so South we, London. So we, we know you're a keyboard warrior. Oh, I'm not a keyboard warrior. We know you are. You start random things on... Oh no! I'm saying that's something I'll make. I've never done something like that. I uh, honestly I haven't. Before people think that I've never done something like that. I don't care who he sports. Yeah, I don't care who. Yeah. He sports. Like, let's be honest. I don't care. Who cares? Like, what if he sports Millwall? Mm, I don't care. I've often he played for us. He scored for us in the FA Cup final. He didn't score for them. I've often wondered how hard it must be to score against your boyhood favourite team if you're playing, uh, or to like, even play against them. I'm well, if you're a professional, it should be fight. Like I always thought about that scoring against Palace, I'd be screaming. And <laughs> um, <laughs> we've had a tweet in from uh, Sparoni at Caulfield Seven, nice one, pal. Who's uh, tweeted us? Can anyone else? Um, I'm gonna re- change the word here. Soiling their undercrackers about what happens when Big Roy leaves. Uh, yeah, I said this on a break. I think a couple of, like uh, when Roy leaves, all like PVA and. Andros Townsend, then players, you know, they've actually improved under Roy. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Roy does leave. You know, would they be able to maintain the quality of football they've been playing, or would it go back to how it was for Townsend under Pardew and you know, PVA as well before uh, pre-Roy? When when's his con- he signed a new contract? Twenty twenty was it? Yeah, twenty twenty. Um, so we see still there for like that. If, it, if he's still there at the end of the 2020 season, he'll be the third longest-serving manager in the league, won't he? Because of because of the way they change. So to have that much longevity for somebody, I was a bit reticent about getting in because I. But everyone was. Yeah. No, it wasn't just you. It's everyone was going hurt. It was. It, but it was just it's his age more than anything else nah, for me. I would. I would think his reputation. I Every, think I played a England player, ruined. Played a, him. Yeah, England ruined. England, England, England ruined. All him. the good work he did. Because look, let's be fair. This man, he went to Inter, smashed it, came to Blackburn, got him relegated, <laughs> and what he basically took them to the brink of relegation, re- got sacked or whatever it was. Brian Kidd came in and got him relegated, and then he disappeared off the scene. Disappeared off the scene, came back to Fulham. Of course, everyone knows what happened there. The Great Escape, which was absolutely incredible. Yeah, they were dead and buried. Then he ends up going and taking him to the Europa League final. Then he takes over at Liverpool. Doesn't work. Goes to West Brom. It works. Yeah. I'm and 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 the man, I think, after all the good work he's done in his career, again, it's just ups and downs constantly with him. It's always peaks and drops. And 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 that's what happened with England. With England, he he struggled so bad. He was the you know, the man was absolutely chastised by a whole nation i remember watching that press conference that he did when he turns around and goes i don't know why i'm here you know yeah, it's just exactly. like, what yeah. are you doing and even even then you know he it was as if put it this way if he was in the olden days it would he would have been in the stocks he would probably been lynched it's that kind of that's it's that kind of level in but the olden days. in the olden days yeah <laughs> in the olden days but we've come we've come back and you know when palace were hiring him everyone was going are they serious and it's yeah. an actual touch of genius. It was. Still it is. Was. Still is, exactly. And yeah. 
<laughs> I don't think he's after twenty. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think he'll see out his contract. Yeah, after, yeah I, I well, don't think we'll be so bad that he'd, he'd need to get just get pushed out. It's just it's, yeah. enjoy the ride while it lasts. It's a, yeah, it's a brilliant question though because that's the main thing I'm worried about as well. When Roy leaves, all these players that's playing well, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they perform. And Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. Uh, we've had another tweet in um, just off the back of one of the clips that we've put up. Uh, Palace, the best footballing team we've ever had. It's a clip from last week. Check it out at Love Sport Radio. Jamie Muller has gone. I agree. Most talented side I've ever seen in the football they play. Better than anything I've seen since I supported Palace. Yeah, yeah. Lots of people debating with Habbo, Hambo on Twitter, calling him deluded, etc. And I agree with them. Hambo is deluded. <laughs> Yeah, happy, um, happy with those as well. Yeah, um, let's have your, your your sort of mini previews ahead of um, the the Watford game, chaps. What do you how do you think it's going to go down? I think Ward is going to have a good game stepping in, which shows we got two good players for each position. Um, I think your Watford man underestimates uh, the strength of our midfield, um, although they do have good central midfielders. Well, Watford. I think we can burst their bubble because I've, I do think that, um, as Roy said in the press conference, he didn't think we deserved to lose and he's made sure the players know that. Uh, be disappointed in the loss but be happy that, that you perform well. And if we keep carrying through, I, I think we'll get back onto the, the winning partnership with uh, Tomkins and Sacco in in defence sorting Deeney out because he's, he's not getting any younger is he Deeney yeah he's not but you have to look at Woody as our uh, weakest link Woody's main weakness is that he can't stop crosses and if they target him and they do put crosses in that could be dangerous because you only need like one opportunity with Troy Deeney even Gray as well so yeah I, I'm still optimistic that we could get a decent result there but I just you know I could see them scoring as well I think it'll go for like a 2-1 I think I put 3-1 to Palace in our back of the nest <laughs> preview thing which yeah, can be heard decent. on the preview pod that you can get from all your usual podcast outlets I have to plug us I've yeah. been told that this week <laughs> back of the nest yeah you're, you're, th- you're available via your local good quality not news agent news, like yeah, news podcast <laughs> uh, podcast supply um, yeah Gents, uh, any 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 score prediction? Yeah, yes, two one. Two one. Yeah, two one, three one. Yeah. I'm going for the highest score draw. You know, what three all? Two two three three. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, you normally say six nil. I'm surprised. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised well, now. Six nil yeah. Palace. <laughs> Sixteen nil Palace. Yeah, that's your normal typical. I'm actually surprised. I thought you were going to go for six nil Palace. Yeah. I'll go 6 nil Palace. I don't mind. I don't mind doing that. Yeah. Thank you very much, gents. Uh, there it is. It's your Palace show done by Back of the Nest. Make sure you catch up with it on on demand. In fact, I was about to say catch up with it on catch up. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. We can go on demand as well. Lovesportradio.com. Hit the on demand button. Find the Palace looking logo, the Back of the Nest logo, and enjoy. Thank you very much, gents, for joining me. We're talking all things Watford next on Lovesport.
It's time for the news, which is basically the bit where the presenter goes to the toilet. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said Getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test Team's greatest Test eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven. For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. You love your sport. But it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. Look! 50% 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum. She's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. 8.59 across the capital. Good evening. This is Love Sport Radio. Talking all things Watford next. It's been a brilliant start to the season for Javi Gracia's men. He certainly deserves to keep his place and his job, doesn't he? I mean, he's absolutely smashed it. No one would have believed what would have been that. Trust me, I wanted him out. I know a lot of you wanted him out as well. It's just the way it is, really. That's the way football is. Love to hear from you this evening. That Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Approaching 9 o'clock, here's your news. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.